I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Where do you want to start with this carnage? Is it the fact that the Bucks didn't score a point against the Saints? Or do you want to talk about losing their two top receivers and their leading running back? Well, they're three top this receivers because Fournette's in the top three. <laughs> Well, he's the third one. Yeah, right. Exactly. This this game, in so many ways, could not have been more disastrous for the Bucks. It, even if, I mean, you couldn't script a worse outcome for them. You know, the loss is one thing, right? They are not. No matter what happens the rest of the way, if they win out, okay, I don't believe Green Bay is going to lose a game. Now they'd have to lose two. Your championship game in the NFC is now going to go through Lambeau Field. How do you feel about that? Well, you're the three seed now Think because be Dallas a has a better conference record. Dallas has a better conference record, so you fall into three. So you're only guaranteed one home playoff game. You may end up going on the road the second week. So you've blown that as well. Now, they've got the head-to-head over Dallas, but you're right. It's conference record. For the tie for the tiebreaker when you have several teams at uh at ten and six. Or ten ten and six. Ten and three. No, ten and four. Ten and ten four is out there. Yep. Yeah, they're ten and four. Yeah. So there's a bunch of teams tied at ten and four because the Cardinals lost to the Lions, for God's sakes. Um, that was quite the upset. But let's talk about this game. Listen, um the Saints own the Bucks. I know they won the one that mattered, you know, in the in the uh, divisional playoff last year. But even if you go back and and really examine that game, it, it wasn't the offense that got it done. It was the defense, right? I mean, New Orleans was gonna was gonna take a fourteen point lead. They got the completion across midfield, uh, the strip sack fumble by Antoine Winfield Jr., the scoop by Devin White, and then they intercepted Drew Brees, and you know, and then it sort of fell apart on the Saints, mostly because Breeze couldn't throw the ball very far uh, and the Bucks won the turnover battle. And that's not been the case in all the other games they played. I mean, just look at these records that, I mean, the Bucks are now 0-4 with Tom Brady at quarterback, 0-4 in the regular season against the Saints. They've lost now seven in a row in the regular season, seven in a row. The last time they won, was when Jameis Winston was suspended. They went to New Orleans and upset them with Ryan Fitzmagic, uh, 48-40. to 40. So it has been a minute. This is not a, you know, necessarily a breaking news story that the Saints defense has the recipe to beat Tom Brady and to beat the Bucks. It became a lot easier, however, with three injuries that on offense you just can't pick, you know, three more important players. I mean, it went bing, bam, boom, right? Chris Godwin, who had had 25 catches in the last previous two weeks, he gets hit on the knee. And, and to be honest with you, and I know Chris Collinsworth talked about this, it's a shame that you can't hit receivers in the upper body for fear of penalty, and they're trying to protect the head, and I get that part. But ask any player, any football player, any receiver in the world, where would you rather be hit? It's not where they make their money. 
It's not on the knees. It's not on the legs. That's how these guys win. That's how they make their income is running. And so Chris Godwin looked for all the world like he took a shot right on his knee. At best, maybe it's hyperextended. At worst, we'll see what the MRI says. But it's not good, and he couldn't return. And then after, shortly thereafter, Mike Evans gets the hamstring. And then after that, Leonard Fournette, who began the game with a bad ankle, ends up with a hamstring. So your top three producers right away are done. I mean, these guys have close to 3,000 yards of offense, right, on the season. And they're done. And they're out of there. And let me just tell you, the guys that came in to replace them, other than Ronald Jones ripping off a couple long runs, not good at all, right? Nobody helped Tom Brady. Scotty Miller didn't help Tom Brady. Tyler Johnson didn't help Tom Brady. Jalen Darden certainly didn't help Tom Brady. And even the one guy that he should rely on and that he has relied on, Rob Gronkowski, had maybe the worst game he's played as a buck. Well, it's not even maybe. It was the worst game he's played. Uh, He was targeted 11 times and had just two catches and dropped a ton of them, you know, including one that was a dime. Could have been a touchdown, but he never saw the ball until it virtually almost caught him. It was such a good throw. Um, And now, all of a sudden, Steve, the Bucs go from, hey, they could get the number one seed, and they look like they could defend their title and win the Super Bowl, to think maybe you'll get one home playoff game if you can win one of these next three. I mean, that's where we're at now. Well, I think I, I agree that's where we're at, but I think more importantly, it's, you know, who are you going to be able to field this week? You know, particularly in your receiving. I don't know. I mean, now Antonio Brown yeah. comes back in the building. So, you know, presumably, he, be presumably COVID, he's healthy likely. now. You know, when, when last yeah. we saw Antonio Brown, he was still hurt and was going to miss a few games despite the suspension. So you right. get Antonio Brown back. Gronk played a bad game. Uh, you know, Tyler Johnson yeah. made a catch or two. Scotty Miller didn't do anything. Darden didn't do anything, like you said. You, you know, I think I saw Ian Rappaport said, you know, they don't think Godwin's too serious, but it's a sprained MCL and will miss time. Just a matter of how much time. Um, you know, Mike Evans yeah. kind of had a hamstring going into it, and, and now he left the game and couldn't play anymore with that. That's not a good sign. Leonard no. Fournette wasn't good. I mean, Keyshawn Vaughn came in the game. He didn't do anything. It was terrible. I mean, you're missing Giovanni Bernard in the backfield once Fournette went down. And he's on IR. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, his, you're all yeah. of a sudden your offensive – you had this plethora of offensive weapons, and, and you start looking at it going, maybe we don't have enough. Not now. You can't – no team – tell me the team you can take their number one, two receiver and their one running back off of and be very good. You know what you are at that point? You're the New Orleans Saints when they lost Alvin Kamara. That's how they lost five games in a row. That's who they were, right? Now, their quarterback situation isn't good either. But, you know, Tom Brady is not going to be effective if he doesn't have guys to throw to that he can trust that can make plays for him. And the Saints had the perfect, you know, they had the perfect formula. They play tight man man coverage on the outside. They make him make, um, you know, very – tight throws, and you got to make those combat catches and try to wrestle the ball away from those DBs. And while he's doing that, he'll hold the ball a few times because he's not sure guys are open or that he can throw them open, and then he takes some sacks. He got sacked four times, including twice by Cameron Jordan, who is an absolute beast. And so, you know, even after all of that, they had a chance to win the game. They're down 6 to nothing. 
Uh, and Brady tries to move out of there and scramble, and he's sacked, loses the football, and the fumble is recovered. And, you know, then they go down and, and end up with the final score, nine to nothing. So, um, but this is, this was not like, as much as I'm surprised that they got shut out because those are so rare in the NFL, I'm not surprised the Saints won. This is what the Saints have been doing to them with the exception. The outlier, ironically, is the game they won in New Orleans in the divisional playoff. The Saints are better. Their defense is better than the Bucks' offense. And and I think that had Godwin and Evans and those guys had played the whole game, Fournette, maybe they end up winning the game. Maybe they end up with a drive and they win 7-6 to six or 10-6 to six or something like that. It's possible. Okay? I'm not dismissing it. But when those guys were in there, they didn't score either. They didn't. They got close enough for a Ryan suck-up field goal attempt, and he missed. That's it. That's all they did. Um, so it's not as if, hey, oh, boy, they would have won if. You can't say that. You just can't say that. And I don't think the defense could have played much better. I mean, De- honest to God. Defense, I mean, outside of, the team of has Andrew Adams yards? catching that interception, that would have been the only thing they could have done better. Right. Yeah, and that was big because they used, you know, they went down and ended up kicking a field goal to go up three scores or two scores, um, which prevented any kind of comeback. But, yeah, I don't know what else they could have done. I mean, you know, they they shut down Alvin Kamara for the most part. They contained, um, you know, Taysom Hill in terms of his his running and his throwing. I mean, Kamara had 18 yards on 11 carries. 18 yards. That's a 1.6 average, okay? You know, we're worried about Hill running the football. 11 carries for 33 yards. That's three yards on average. Mark Ingram, nine carries. You know what I mean? 10 yards. They had 31 rushing attempts in this game for only 61 yards, a 2.0 average. And the longest run was nine by Taysom Hill. That was it, nine yards. So they completely bottled up. And then passing... Hill completed 48% of his passes. He wasn't even over 50%. 13 to 27 for 154 yards. He hit two big plays. That was it. To Marcus Callaway, you know. And and Callaway finished with 112 yards receiving on six catches. But nobody else really hurt them, you know. And that's the disappointing thing is that the Saints weren't very good. They They just didn't play well. Um, their defense carried them. They said, hey, get on our backs. We're going to pummel Tom Brady. We're going to lock down these receivers. And and then, as it turns out, a bunch of them got hurt. And you saw them try to use, you know, Cam Brake. You saw them try to use O.J. Howard at times. You saw them try to get creative. Nothing seemed to work. Tom Brady was out of sorts. And he doesn't like playing the Saints, and he doesn't like Dennis Allen <laughs> because Dennis Allen has his number. Brady is is four and five himself, just personally, um, against the Saints. Which, if you look at all the teams he's played in the past, I don't think there's a, a worse record for him than New Orleans. I mean, that's just that has been his kryptonite, as it has for most of the Bucks for the last few years. So this was a sobering, sobering loss. And as Bruce Arian said after the game, my biggest concern is we have seven starters out, seven. So. It's bad, man. <laughs> it's really bad. Well, and and you know, but, I, I want to go back to. I thought the play calling was atrocious. I thought once I did too. Fournette went out, Ronald Jones started running the ball and effectively, and then you went away from it again, and then took him out. 
he took him out. And, and you know, he had that 30-yard run. He, he ran for 12 yards and then 30 yards, and they take him out, and they've got, you know, a couple of short yardage situations end up trying to throw the ball to Keyshawn Vaughn. And Keyshawn Vaughn is not a good player, you know, and he hasn't played on top of everything else. You know, that's that's the other part of this thing. And in critical downs, you you know, you just got down there because of Fournette. But apparently, if you if you listen to Bruce Arians after the game, he said that, you know, part of the problem is that Ronald Jones wasn't was huffing and puffing. He wasn't in very good shape. Ronald Jones hasn't played football in a long time. He's had a couple carries a game, and that's it. Doesn't get many reps in practice. And after a couple long runs, he was gassed. He was just gassed. So that didn't bode well for him. He ran the ball well. I mean, he had 7.9-yard average. He ran eight times for 63 yards if you count the 30-yarder, which you do. Um, that's way better than Fournette, who averaged 3.8 yards a carry. Um, you know, it, it was – and we're going to see Ronald Jones. You know, this is the irony of football, right? Leonard Fournette gets in because Jones gets COVID last year. He has a, uh, you know, a really strong start to the postseason. He becomes playoff Lenny, then Lombardi Lenny. And now it could be that, you know, you lose – Fournette for a little while, and guys like Jones and maybe Keyshawn Vaughn have to pick up the slack. But Vaughn wasn't good. Jones, pretty good. But he didn't have the endurance, and it wound up costing him the bucks because he couldn't couldn't stay in the game. Well, you perhaps know? they so, should stop throwing the ball 50-plus times a game, and the running backs would get a little more work. I know, right? What was the game plan? They came out, I think they did it again. I think they threw it. I don't think a running back ran the ball to like the second quarter. Uh, you know, it was at least was the weird. first seven or eight plays because I, I started keeping track, and then I just lost track because they weren't going to run it. Right. And I don't know why you wouldn't run it against New Orleans. Everybody else has, and, and they're going to sit back there in a cover to shell like everybody does, and you've got to run the football. You've got to try to get them out of that. And if not, you just keep pounding away. Well, the other part They've of it got is – two good backs. Yeah, the other part of it was the offensive line was getting beat up by the Saints' defensive line. But when they ran the ball, you saw it with mm. with Ronald Jones, they were mauling the the yeah. the Saints. When they were in run blocking, they yeah. were doing well. They weren't pass blocking very effectively tonight. So why wouldn't you no. run more? I don't know, especially to start the game because they've talked about you know they needed to get off to a better start and their starts were not good. They were punting the ball. By the way, the kicking situation is bad now for the Bucks. It's all bad. Ryan Suckup is missing too many kicks. Bradley Pinion is hurt. I'm convinced he's hurt. He's had a sore hip from kicking off and doing various things, and that part of the game isn't good. You know, so you even lost the special teams component. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Um, this is, I mean... It is the NFL where you feel like if your team loses, they're never going to win again. And if you win, even if it's by the slimmest of margins, you feel like, ah, they could run the table, they could be fine. And it's a really hard league, especially when you play teams that have been on the grass with you and they're not intimidated. 
Um, I don't know what Sean Payton was doing. He's not allowed to have any communication, but he must have enjoyed sitting back and watching that one. Nine to nothing. Really? Brady, you know, Brady's only been shut out. I think this is the third time in his career. First time since 2005, I believe. Five or six, yeah. Crazy stuff. Just crazy. I mean, it just doesn't happen. You know, Bruce Arians doesn't get shut out much. A a bagel. You laid a bagel, man. That's so bad for a team that was the number two seed, you know, and is now starting to plummet downward and not knowing who's available for them. And when when the guys like O.J. Howard and Cam Brayton, you know, Jalen Darden and all these guys got in, they didn't play well. They're not good. They're not good enough uh, to win a Super Bowl, that's for sure. Um, But, you know, that's the NFL. And I suppose some other team could, you know, maybe pull the upset. But it sure looks like Green Bay's in control. They won a game at Baltimore where the Ravens had a chance to tie it very late, went for two and missed. Uh, so they get a one-point win at Baltimore. They were fortunate with that. I mentioned the Cardinals lost to Detroit. That was bad. Um, the Rams are higher now, I think, by virtue of their conference record. So, you know, since this was an NFC game, it doesn't help the Bucks with that tiebreaker. Man, what a bad night. <laughs> what a bad night for the Bucks. You know, when they had the red out, they had all the people had the T-shirts and you know, they're ready for the hat and T-shirt day, you know, after you win a division to put those things on. And I guess they're all sitting in boxes in Bruce's office now. I don't know. But they didn't hand out those shirts, you know. They still only got to win one more game um, from any of their remaining three opponents. And, and, you know, they'll win the division. But to your point, like, they may only get one home playoff game or, you know, it may not it may not be a very a very long home stay. I just until now I felt like the Bucks had a good shot at repeating. I really did. Now I'm not so sure. Now I think they're they're, they're leaking too much oil. But here comes to save the day, Antonio Brown and Mike Edwards, just in time. Those guys are off the suspended list starting now as we do this podcast after midnight. They've been in the facility rehabbing, doing certain things, but now they're back. And this is a question of you know they need them. Obviously, they need Antonio Brown desperately. So I would imagine he'll jump in, and Brashard Perriman will come off the COVID list. So they get two receivers back um, for the two that they lost. But let's be honest, nobody's going to replace Chris Godwin, and no one's going to replace Mike Evans. You know, that's going to be really, really big ask of those guys. It is, but as you said, Antonio and, and Brashard Perriman are probably better than the other options, and Mike Edwards' Absolutely. safety is another position of need. So, you know, getting both those and, guys yeah. back is So they'll help. be better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, they go to Carolina. Who, you know, the quarterback situation is abysmal. Um, they've lost a bunch of games in a row. It's not a very good team. First, it's uh, at uh, at Carolina, then the Jets on the road, and then home against Carolina. And then they'll wrap up the season with the 17th game there, which is a lot, you know. But, uh, yeah, just nothing good, man. Nothing good, nothing good to report there. Really isn't. But, you know, Brown and Edwards are back. We we uh, you know Bruce Arians and, and those guys didn't want to talk about it. They didn't want to create a uh, a distraction, and uh, we won't address this tonight. But a few of you think that I'm to blame <laughs> for the Antonio Brown being suspended, which I wish I had the power to suspend players because that would mean I'm Roger Goodell making about 120 million dollars a year and not talking to you people on Twitter. But um, you know, 
that's it's just humorous to me. And you know, and listen, it's good. It's good. You could not have asked for a better time to him come back. My question is, what's his health? How much endurance does he have? You know, can he play seventy five plays a game? Right, because he's been kind of a third receiver in and out, so you're able to keep him fresh. You know, and that's what happened to Jones. And Jones hadn't played a lot of football, and so when he got out there and ripped off that long run. You know, he needed a he needed some time to be able to catch his breath. So that's why he wasn't out there in the critical downs. Could we talk uh, about yeah, the yeah, fourth down? Did we talk him. about the third and fourth down plays? Like you know, what fourth and one, and they're throwing yeah. it deep down the field again. I mean, isn't this what the Bucks did the first half of last season that wasn't working all the time? <laughs> yeah. And that's all, you know what, that's all on Brady. It's 100% on Brady mm-hmm. because he's checking to those plays, and if he sees man coverage, he's attacking it. Um, and he hits an awful lot of them, you know. But he certainly didn't hit Gronk, and I forget what the other one was too. Jalen Darden. So he missed a couple. Jalen Darden, yeah. Not exactly his most uh, reliable and, uh, you know, receiver with the most chemistry that, that, that he owns. I mean, it. it it was curious at best in those situations, you know. So, but I don't know how much, you know, is called in the huddle. I know that, you know, Tom changes plays frequently. He liked the matchup. If he hits it, he's a hero. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he didn't because it was a tough throw with pretty good coverage. And, you know, that's just Tom's call. Tom gets to call. Tom's got the ball in his hands. He's the one that can call the plays, make the checks. Change the play at the line of scrimmage. Change it from a run to a pass or vice versa. That's all on him, man. You know? And I thought that they, they tried. They took too big of a risk. No risk it, no biscuit. But those weren't those those throws weren't that close. You know? There was one that Gronk should have tracked, and he didn't see it. And it damn near mm-hmm. caught him on the hands. That but was a perfect throw. He obviously was. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's almost almost by accident he could have caught that ball. Because it was it was thrown so well over his shoulder, but um, yeah, even he couldn't take advantage of that man. That was tough. So, uh, where they got ahead, they've got the MRIs, of course, coming up. Uh, all the injuries, the hamstrings will probably take a few weeks. They need one more win to clinch the NFC South. The reigning champion said, "Not today, boys. You're not taking the crown off my head." So they they got a couple of chances they can do this. Um. Not all is lost. I don't think the Packers are going to lose. I don't know what's going to happen around them in the NFC. I don't know, you know, if the Rams can run. I mean, there's a lot of football left. It doesn't sound like much. We're down to three games, but it's a lot. You know, you can feel it. When, you, when you're in the season like I am every day and you're going to practice every day, I also, I also think that's part of it. I think they've hit a lull. You know, they're grinding to a point, to a point where they really haven't been in some time. You know, like you, you've still got three games left where normally you'd have just two, and it's going to be tough when they get, you know, when they get to that 17th week, man. It just goes to show you the longer you play, the more guys you're likely to get injured. Now, you might get some guys back too, um, but this, this 17th game is something that obviously Brady's against and other players, and they need players. They need guys to come back. So, well, last we'll year keep they took advantage crossed, of that. Man, for you, Bucks fans. Yeah, last year they took advantage of that late bye week to get some rest, mm-hmm. get guys back, and mm-hmm. kind of get refreshed for that stretch run. This year that bye week was so much earlier. But can we also uh, – can the Bucks petition NBC 
to never put the Saints at Tampa Bay on Sunday Night Football again? <laughs> I know. I know. It's awful. I mean, they're awful against them at home on Sunday night. So that's 30, 38. It was 38 to 3, and now it, uh, this game was 9. So 47 to 3, they've outscored the Bucks at Raymond James on Sunday Night Football. My goodness. I don't know why you'd ever come here again, you know. And it's probably, as you said, it's probably not good for the Bucks either. It was so shocking. It was like I expected them to play really well, and I even said I was doing our radio show for Sunday um, that that we play uh, the Bucks Insiders or whatever, whatever the hell they call it. And I even said, you know what? If not, if you got to make picks, and it's like, yeah, if not now, then when? Like when? Would you be in a better position, you know? I don't know. It's it's grim, man. And the biggest thing is losing players, losing health. I mean, the loss doesn't change anything as far as the Bucks are going to win this division. I mean, all they, they have to do is win one of they the will. next three. Oh, yeah. They're going to win. It's the, the injuries that has you so down. It's not that they lost a game, although putting a bagel up mm-hmm. makes it a little worse. But it's the... When is Fournette going to be available again? When is Godwin? When is Mike Evans? Uh, you know, you already yeah. don't have Giovanni Bernard. You know, when you saw that your second running back is Keyshawn Vaughn tonight, you went, ooh. Uh, you're you mm-hmm. know, seeing Jalen Darden being targeted on fourth down on the long route. Ooh, that's that's not what you want to see as you're heading down the stretch towards the playoffs. Nope, but that's where we're at, and there's nothing we can do about it. The Bucks are just going to have to find a way out of this. They're going to have to punch their way out, and it's it's the lowest point of the season. Obviously, it's been a while since Tom Brady has gone a game with no interceptions. He had the one or no no touchdowns rather. He had the one interception, sacked four times. The offensive line didn't really protect him. Cam Jordan got him twice, uh, including the, the strip. And it's just been uh, it was it was not good. There's nothing good to talk about at Bucks fans. I'm sorry. We'll uh, we'll break down, of course, their game at Carolina the day after Christmas. We're almost to Christmas. We're just a few days away. Hard to believe. Hope you got your shopping done. Got all that taken care of. The Lightning had a game. They had a game postponed because of what COVID. Yeah, there's right? uh, seven or eight teams now shut down till after Christmas in hockey. Uh, no cross border travel till at least Christmas now. Mm. Uh, but the Lightning will play tomorrow night in Vegas, uh, or presumably. I mean, as of as of right now, both those teams are still good to play yeah. and go tomorrow night. So the Lightning are already in Vegas. So, yeah. Well, they're playing well, so they'd like to keep it going. But I this this COVID stuff is going to interrupt a lot of sports. Although the the uh, the players' union in the NFL sort of agreed to new protocols and in some ways they're much easier and less testing for players um, or no testing in some cases. If you're asymptomatic uh, and you, and you get COVID, I don't think they're going to force you to, to be out like, like so many, I mean, this week it's crazy. There's two games on Monday night. I think there's a game on Tuesday, maybe Wednesday. That's like a game every night of this week trying to wrap up this past week because of COVID and all the guys that had to go out. So um, yeah, man, it's, it's bad out there. It's really bad. Everybody's there's a lot of people getting sick, and and maybe not if they're sick, but testing positive, um, and it threatens to change everything. We're back to Zoom calls. We used to have in person uh, press conferences, at least 
under the awning at one buck place and after games we would go to the media room socially distanced with masks tonight it was no 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 it's all zoom casting or zooms again where they have to call on you to ask a question so that's disappointing as well um it's like 2020 all over again uh which is not what i want to live any part of my life like so Anyway, it is uh, early in the morning on Monday. Uh, we've got, obviously, more bucks to talk this week. Uh, probably have, I would think, uh, you know, there's a lot of NFL games that, that we'll be discussing as well. Of course, the Lightning crank it back up. So we got plenty of stuff to talk about. We'll see what the injuries are to Chris Godwin and Mike Evans today and Leonard Fournette as well. We'll follow Antonio Brown as he comes back along with Mike Edwards from his three-game suspension, so that will be good. Um, so keep it right here on Sports Day Tampa Bay. You can go to tampabay.com or the Tampa Bay Times and read all the Bucks coverage in there as well. So for Steve Bursnick, I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Have a great day, everybody. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 